Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. Small Biz Social Society is a membership for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to stand out on social media that I created to help you gain visibility, increase your confidence, create more exciting content so that you can make an impact, have more fun on social media, and of course, make more money, honey. This membership is packed with value. There's a new training with yours truly every single month. We have master classes from guest experts every single month talking to us about online marketing and entrepreneurship. And we have an incredible community of badass entrepreneurs in this group that are rising up together. If you want to do great things on social media and in your business and in your life, this is the place for you. Enroll today at smallbizsocialsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 112. I am your girl, Brittany Crossan. Welcome to another episode. So stoked you're here today. I have another fabulous guest. My guest is Madison Tinder. She is a marketing and business mentor. Madison actually used to work in social media management, which is as you know, one of the main things that my company, Fun Love Media, does. So we have that in common. Pretty cool there. But she also transitioned into being more of a coach. She talks about launching. Um, she also has multiple businesses. So we talked about how she's kind of like come up with that and juggling the two businesses and, and all the things. So if you like to talk about um, business, if you like to talk about online marketing and learn all the things, this is the episode for you. Madison is so sweet and so smart and has so much to offer. So my talk with her is coming up here in just a little bit. Um, before we get into my talk with Madison, I want to touch on a couple of things. One, I'm like super fired up about, but I got to like calm it down because <sighs> Brittany breathe. I'm excited, but I got to take care of some housekeeping first. An announcement. All right. Before we dive into my exciting topic, or at least to me, it's very exciting. <laughs> I want to announce to you that um, Small Biz Social Society, the mastermind membership that I created and I run, is having an in a, not an end of year sale, a new year sale, whatever you want to call it, end of year, new year. <laughs> I'm, I'm technically calling it a new year sale, and I'm announcing right now that that sale starts on December 27th. So 12, 27, 21 is when our new year sale for Small Biz Social Society starts and it goes all the way until January 7th. Actually, you have like 10-ish, I think, days um, for the sale. And the reason for that, it's the first time we're ever doing this, right? The reason for that is because some people want to go ahead and get their new year business you know, purchases done before the actual new year, hence why we're starting on December 27th. But also some people just want to like 
chill and not worry about that until after the actual first. (laughs) So that's why it's extended all the way to January 7th. So you have a really good chunk of time there to go ahead and get enrolled in Small Biz Social Society. If you're not familiar, Small Biz Social Society is a mastermind membership for ambitious uh, entrepreneurs. (laughs) Uh, Get my words. Ambitious, okay, keyword, entrepreneurs that want to shine on social media and that also want to do this alongside like-minded people that are also – you know, ambitious and doing cool shit in their business and on social media and in their lives, you know, and we're, we're all this community of people that have really come together to be so close. And it hasn't even been a year and a half that, that the membership has existed. And I'm so proud of it. Um, you know, the people that are members, it's, it's not just about like, oh, I need help learning how to create Instagram reels. I mean, it's not about that. Like, do you get, great education in as a member of Small Biz Social Society. Of course, there's, I mean, I do a live training every month. We have a new guest speaker come in every month. You're learning things about social media, about online marketing, all of these business tools that you're going to be able to use to be able to, you know, market and promote your yourself and your business on social media. But here's the deal. What's so special about it is the actual community of people, like being right there and shoulder to shoulder with other business owners that are similar to you, that think the way you think, that want to reach those high heights of success, that refuse to be mediocre, that want to do something exciting and cool with their social media and with their life, right? And that's what it's about. Because whenever you hang out with other people that are doing cool things, you are inevitably going to end up doing cool things. That's just how it works, right? And by putting yourself in that position, especially with a new year, whether you love or hate New Year's resolutions, it doesn't matter. But especially in that timing and putting yourself in that position and being in this community of people that are focusing on social media and and just really leveling up and doing all the epic cool things, you're going to have a fantastic year, bottom line. Bottom line, it's going to change your life. So I wanted to make sure and mention that to you. I wanted to make sure and tell you that the sale for the new year is going to start on December 27th. Um, More details can be found if you are um, a subscriber to the email list. So definitely do that. All you got to do is go to smallbizsocialsociety.com and you're going to see the image where it says Instagram content machine. Click on that. You're going to get the Instagram content machine free download that I created myself um, whenever you submit your email address. And that also puts you on the email list. Okay. So smallbizsocialsociety.com and then go to the Instagram content machine free download and you'll be on the email list and you'll be one of the first to know the actual pricing details, the discount amounts, um, the coupon codes, all the things you need to know. Super, 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 super stoked about that. Um, And you can follow at Small Biz Social Society on um, Instagram and Facebook, of course, to stay up to date as well. So, okay. So there's that. But here's what I want to actually have a little chat with you about for the next just few minutes, maybe 10 minutes. It's a topic that really, really matters. And I really think that it's important to talk about right now because we're in December 2021. We are coming on a, a new year very, very soon. And I know you've got a lot of shit going through your mind. Like it's a new year, bottom line. Like I said earlier, even if you hate new year's resolutions, you're, you're still in this, like the new year is coming mindset. Right. And why not use that as an opportunity to fire yourself up, 
and and make more shit happen that's really great for your business and your life i mean that's just the way that i look at it why not why not use it as an opportunity I want to talk to you about success and about timing and patience and showing up and, and consistency right now because it's super fucking important, basically, and probably share a few unpopular opinions with you. Some people may not agree with me on. If you are on my Instagram close friends list, you probably recently heard me talk about this probably last week where I was talking about the whole you know timing of success and showing up and, and not giving up and whatnot. Um, if you're not on my Instagram close friends list, you want to get on there because I share behind the scenes stuff that I don't share publicly. So all you got to do is go to my Instagram, go to at Brittany Crossin, DM me and just say, you know, add me to your close friends list and I will do it. But anyway, so here's what I was talking about there that I want to elaborate here on. Success takes time. I know that that can be very difficult. I I'm not always the most patient person. I want things to happen. And I know that some people think that you just snap your fingers and boom, there's success. It, it, there's some sort of weird like thing where people just look at someone who has had any level of success and just assume that it wasn't that hard. I'm not really sure why people do that, but they do. I'm sure I did back in the day until before I actually started working my butt off and, and realizing that it is hard work. Um, but like for me, as far as showing up on social media and help letting that help me become successful in my business, I have been showing up consistently on social media for six fucking years. Now, I've had social media for even longer than that. I started using social media back in the MySpace days. I know I'm aging myself, whatever. I'm 41. I loved MySpace so much. I was so excited. The performer in me was like, this is a stage. I was so stoked, right? Um, and then I've continued to use social media ever since then. So I guess that was back in like 2000. Oh, what was that? 2005 or something like that? Whatever. Anyway, long time user. And, but about six years ago, I started showing up super consistently. I was, I was dabbling in some business things for myself. To, my, you know, my kids were much, much younger. They were basically babies. And I was trying to figure out something I could do for myself. I was still working um, part-time in the family business, the business that my dad owns and still runs to this day. I'm sure you've heard me talk about that before, which I still help a little bit. I do, I do a few little tasks to help out that business, but I don't, I'm, I don't do very much anymore. But six years ago, I was still part-time employee there, having the babies, trying to juggle those things and wanting to just start discovering some sort of business for myself. So I started showing up on social media because I loved it. So why not? And I was meeting cool people and I was trying different small businesses and I have consistently shown up ever since all this time. Now, if that sounds discouraging, like, oh shit, it took you six years to get to where you are, <laughs> Brittany. Okay. Yeah. Those six years have all contributed to the successes that I'm experiencing now. Of course they have. Everything kind of contributes to a, a a success or a goal that you end up accomplishing. But I want to share with you how you can kind of fast forward that a little bit, a little bit. We can't control all time, but you can fast forward things a little bit. Successes that you're going to see by using, you know, social media to help you with your business. You need more focus and clarity. And you may think, what? I have that. But if things are moving at a snail's pace, snail's pace, then you may not have focus and clarity in your brand and your business and your messaging and everything. And if you don't know what I mean, here's what I mean. 
to have clarity in your brand means that you are totally clear on what the hell your brand even is. So if you're a personal brand, you are the face of your business, then it's it's clarity on what you as an individual are are all about and what you're going to talk about on social media. So one thing is going to be your business of course, but there needs to be a couple of other things that you're going to share about that's going to that's you're going to share about over and over and over and over and over. So like, you know, if you're a mom and a runner and you have a business, let's let's choose those three things, right? then you're going to share about those three things over and over and over and over and over on social media. And it's going to form this personal brand and it's going to mold and shape over time. And it's going to be super focused and super clear. And you're going to get really clear on your messaging too. You need to get clear on like, what the hell, what messages do you want to put out in the world? Like, what are you even trying to say or do? What are you trying to accomplish with your business, with your brand? What is it? You have to get more detailed. And then you have to be able to translate that on social media and online to other people so that they also understand like what your thing is. I hope this makes sense. Whenever I witness one of my clients or members of Small Business Social Society start to gain clarity and to be super fucking clear with their audience. Like, this is the message I'm bringing to the table. This is what I'm here for. This is what you're going to get from me. This is what you're going to get whenever you work with me. Boom, 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 boom. And it's all super specific. They start to fly. It's true. I mean, I can think of multiple people off the top of my head right now that this has happened to. I'm like the first two people I'm thinking of are Sarah and Sandra, if you guys are listening. First two people I'm thinking of, but I've seen it happen with tons of people where the moment they decide, you know what? Yeah, I need to be super clear with my audience. I need to be super authentic. You don't have to tell everything. Like we don't need to know how many times you poop today, but you know, authentic, real, be, be real. Don't, we don't need to fake it. We need to put our real selves out there. As soon as you start doing those things, you're going to start seeing results. You're going to start seeing some sort of results. You're going to start seeing a change. It's going to happen. But the problem is, is that one, a lot of people don't ever get to that point. They don't ever do that little bit of work. It's not that much work, but you know, that little bit of work to, to get to that spot where you're super clear on what your overall brand and business message is at all and what your goals are at all. Who are you trying to help? What are you going to do for them? Why? Why are you qualified to do that? What makes you special? Why are they going to choose you? Why would they follow you? What kind of interesting content are you sharing about yourself and your business? Is it boring? If it is, nobody's going to want to follow you. You see what I'm saying? You've got to get clear with those things. And that's going to help fast forward the process some. The more clear you are, the, the, the more you're going to scooch along, all right, instead of just being stagnant. So most people don't do that little bit of work to, to do that. The next thing that most people don't do, and this one is like, it's a bit of a mind fuck because on one hand, it's actually really fucking simple to do, but on the other hand, Maybe it's hard to do, if that makes sense. What I'm talking about is continuing to show up consistently for a long ass time. I just told you a minute ago that I've been showing up on social media consistently, not just off and on, but actually consistently many times per week for six years. It's paid off. It's, it's changed my life. My life is better because I've done that. My life is almost everything that it is because I've done that right? But so many people cannot fucking manage 
And if you're one of them, sorry, no offense, but seriously, manage to show up on social media consistently. But it goes together. See, how are you going to show up consistently on social media and be, you know, productive, like sharing the right kind of content for your people, building your brand, building your business, getting more, making more money, you know, how are you going to do that if you didn't do the first step, if you didn't do the part about getting clear on your messaging and knowing what the hell to even talk about and do and all that. So they go together. You need to get clear and then you have to show up and then you have to keep showing up and you can't quit. Like, seriously, you're bound to see some sort of success if you just don't fucking stop. But there's a little side note there. If things are really not working, even though you're consistently showing up, like say you're like showing up consistently for like, I mean, at least four months, you're, you're at least four months in, right? And you're super clear with your messaging and you're doing all the things and you're still not seeing any sort of results. Okay. You know, reach out to me. Let me know. Maybe we need to make some tweaks and adjustments because those are always necessary. But overall, it's about keeping it up. It's about not stopping. It's about knowing that these things take time, especially when you're doing like what you're probably doing, which you're trying to grow organically, meaning that you're not spending thousands of dollars on advertising every month to grow your business. You're probably not. Most people listening to this show are probably not doing that. So to grow organically and let social media help you do that and let social media be that opportunity, that vehicle that's going to deliver you to your destiny, quite frankly, you have to keep fucking doing it. And all this shit about how like it, it, it can be easy and you, you can just like take a social media break and detoxes. What the fuck is that? No, I'm sorry. That's pro- I'm probably, I'm probably like... <laughs> I'm probably getting a little bit of you, some of you uncomfortable if you've done that before. And if you've done that before and it was because like you aren't using social media for anything like substantial in your business brand or life, well, that's fine. I don't, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that want to use social media to grow their brand, their business, enhance their life, you know, truly impact other people's lives, make more money in their business, like using social media for substantial reasons that are going to truly impact your life and other people's lives. That's what I'm talking about. And if you take a gazillion social media fucking breaks, what, what, how are you expecting to see results? Should you take a break during, you know, Christmas day? Sure. Fine. I mean, actually, I would actually suggest that you post something in the evening on Christmas Day because people are probably going to be sitting around scrolling on their phones. But that's a whole other story. But you see what I'm saying? I'm saying that, yeah, of course, we're humans. Like, it's just like a, it, like you would do in a job. Like, should you take days off in general sometimes? Well, yeah, of course. I'm not trying to say you should 24-7 be on just constantly posting stuff. But I'm saying you you can't have all these lengthy breaks from social media. And these lengthy like detoxes. And also, if social media is feeling toxic to you, you're fucking doing it wrong. That's just the bottom line there too. That's a whole other topic in itself. You don't need to be following people and looking at content that you don't like that negatively impacts your life. If you're doing that, you're definitely doing it wrong. So stop doing that. It shouldn't be toxic. It shouldn't be so, so much of a negative impact on your life that you need so many fucking breaks from it. That's It's weird. So if, if if that's the issue, then you've really got to start following accounts and being around people on social media that are good for you and not shitty for you. But anyway, I, I told you I was excited about this topic. I'm getting so revved up. But it, I just, 
I just, I see that so much. And if you think that a social media presence is negotiable, if you think it's optional for your success today, in today's time, 2021, 2022, and beyond, if you think that it's optional, you're wrong. You need to have a social media presence. I'm talking, again, let me side note, I'm talking to specific people here. I'm not talking to the general population. I don't care, you know, what your whether your grandma is on social media or not. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about to business owners, entrepreneurs that want to do big things, that want to reach high levels of success, that do not want to have, you know, mediocrity be a part of their life at all, that want to do exciting, epic, cool things, meet new people, grow your business, make a shitload of money. That's who I'm talking about. If you think that social media and a presence on there and your personal brand is an option, you're fucking wrong. It's not an option. It needs to happen for you. So if it's not happening so far, get it together. <laughs> All right? It's it's time to stop fucking around. It's time. The time has come. So if you've been fucking around for a while and you needed to hear that, here it is. This is your sign. It's time to stop fucking around. And it's time to get it in order do your thing and show up and to understand that it's going to take some time. It's going to sometimes take years to reach certain levels of success, depending upon what you're doing. But you can fast forward it, like I said, by getting that clarity on your brand, your messaging, what are you trying to put out into the world on social media and in your emails and everything. What are you trying to do? What do you, you have to write it out. You have to have it somewhere where someone can read that and know who you're helping, why you want to help them, why are you qualified, what makes you special, why would they want to follow you, what, are they, what do you want them to do whenever they look at your content, what, what's the call to action, all of these details, you've got to get it together, and then after that, you better show up and keep fucking showing up, and yeah, you take, <laughs> take your Sunday off, take your Christmas day off, hell, take your birthday off if you want to, whatever, you're a human being, but no, no more of these long ass social media breaks where you're like, I'm back. You know, I've been gone for two weeks. Like that's unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable. No more of that shit. Look, I could go on and on on this topic forever. I'm not going to. I've got a guest to get to um, that I really, really want you to hear. It's just that this is really, really important. It's really, really important. And, and people just don't talk about enough about this whole, uh, you know, just taking breaks from social media and all. If you're serious about shit, then you're going to show up whenever shit's good and whenever shit's bad. And that's hard to do. It's not easy to do. It's not easy to show up on your stories and talk to your audience as a human being. If you have a, you know, if you have a personal brand like I do, whenever you have had a really shit day. And you don't always have to show up in tears like, ah. I'm falling apart today. It's a horrible day. Adjust it how you need to. Be as professional as you need to. But in one way or another, you need to continue showing up consistently. Bottom line. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. I need to calm down. I've had a lot of coffee too. Maybe I, I need maybe I should switch to should I switch to let me see what time it is. Switch to wine. It's afternoon, so I guess I could. <laughs> I won't. I have to work, pick up my children from school responsible human being. I'll wait until after dinner. All right. Um, that's it for my chat. Please remember to go to my Instagram at Brittany Crossin and DM me to get on my close friends list. If you want more, um, 
you know, inspiration and motivation, like what we were just doing just here. If you want a behind the scenes, look at my business at this podcast, all the extra cool things that I'm not sharing publicly are shared on my Instagram close friends list. So get in there, make sure and go to smallbizsocialsociety.com and click on the Instagram content machine free download to get on the email list because you want in on this new year sale that is going to be starting on December 27th. Trust me, it's a huge discount on a one-year membership and it's going to change your life in 2022. All right, coming up next is my guest, Madison Tinder. Today's guest is a former social media manager and now a business coach and visibility mentor. She's multi-passionate and uses that to fuel the fire in her business. This gal has helped over a thousand clients scale their businesses using online marketing platforms organically to make them more money. And some fun facts, she's obsessed with true crime shows and ranch dressing. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the social sunshine podcast, Madison tender. Um, I love ranch dressing too. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. I was like, I just, we had ranch last night with our pizza. I was like, I can't not keep it in my fridge. (laughs) I understand. It's a big thing here. I don't know if it's a a South thing more so than I don't, I don't know. Cause here in Texas, like very common to love ranch. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's the best ever. Do you, have you ever made it from, this is going to, okay, sorry. Sidetrack. Have you ever (laughs) made ranch from the packet and you use like buttermilk and you mix it yourself or like, or sour cream actually, I guess. Yeah. And I also have like a whole bottle from Costco of the ranch (laughs) seasoning. Yeah. Um, I use it on like potatoes and stuff. It's amazing. Ah, Yes. Okay. (laughs) So we'll give you some cooking tips really quick before we get started. Um, Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I know your time is very valuable. You got lots going on. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Tell if you don't mind, before we dive into talking, I mean, I want to talk about your businesses. I want to dig into that, especially now that you're your, you've got your second business and all the things going on, but I would love for you to tell, like, how did you get into what you're doing? Cause I know you were a social media manager, but what made you decide to transition and start really coaching people and helping people in that way? Yeah, I was actually a social media manager in Dallas. I just graduated with my master's from SMU and I was actually looking for a full-time job and I needed some money to live in Dallas. I was like, I need some money while I'm looking for a full-time job. So that's when I got a part-time job managing um, social media for a small business. And it kind of grew from there, from referrals, from LinkedIn. And it was almost just felt like a little side hustle, I would say. And it kind of grew into something a little bit bigger. Um, And when I decided to transition, I actually transitioned into consulting first. I had, you know, I wanted to do a corporate consulting. So I actually wanted to do more like small and medium size and also corporate businesses in Dallas. I wanted to do that type of consulting. So I started taking my efforts online on Instagram. I created like a business profile, created my LinkedIn, um, Facebook, all the things. And I actually got thrown into just like the online coaching and consulting industry. Um, so I started consulting, doing like social media consulting, Instagram consulting for some small businesses. I still did stay local, but it was smaller businesses and smaller entrepreneurs online. 
And it just kind of moved quickly into kind of more strategy, consulting and coaching at the same time. Um, I just feel like I just got thrown into the online space. Like I look back and it was just like something that happened so quickly. Um, but just from me wanting to actually get into consulting. So that's right. kind of my transition. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Isn't that crazy? Like how, how that can happen without it even really being too intentional. Like, Cause I, I always say, I used to think that people that say things like that, are like, I'm like, you're full of it. Like if something just kind of happened or fell into your lap or it just, you know, didn't plan on it. And I always thought that was so weird and similar thing happened to me with social media management. So now I'm like, okay, yeah, that does happen. Like, and yeah. if you do a good job, people start referring you and then boom, you got a business. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> You're like, what is happening right now? Um, and now that's, I mean, that couldn't be too terribly long ago because something that impresses me about you, which I'm sure you hear this a lot is your age. If you don't mind me <laughs> saying that because you're 20, 26, 27 or 26. Okay. 26. I mean, yeah. um, hot damn girl. Like do people not, do people bring that up to you a lot? Um, yeah, some people don't really know my age. Like, yeah, I think um, I just noticed you said it one time recently. Yeah, I just, so I graduated with my master's was I, I think I was about to turn like 23. I think that's what it was. And then I dove into just having my business and mm-hmm. yeah, I turned 26 in June. Um, and it's so funny. I don't, yeah, I look back and I, I feel like I've been doing this for like 15 years, but <laughs> right. I, it's been like three. Um, I just feel like time is like, I just like, don't know where it goes ever, but I, yeah, we'll do polls on Instagram. I'll be like, guess my age. And everyone guesses like 30, 32. And I'm like, mm, I'm 26. Um, <laughs> You're like, I'm not sure if that's a compliment, but <laughs> No, you're, you're lovely. And you, you do look very young, but that's not, you know, but my point being, cause I'm 41. And so it's interesting to, I'm finally over that hump of adulthood where you kind of start looking back and recognizing things like that as uh, because you, you were that age. And I see that and I'm like, damn, this is really impressive because you, like you say, you like, you dove right into your work and you've really been so solid and consistent about that. I mean, cause I know I've been connected with you for probably a couple of years on social media and you're just showing up and doing your thing. You know what I mean? Whenever yeah. I think that people do a lot of like talk about what they're going to do and the, don't actually take probably as much action as what they should. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're like, crap, I really wanted to start at that business like two years ago and, you know, never do it. Mm-hmm. But Anyway, I think it's great that you have, um, and that you have another business, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So I wanted to ask you about sales visibility because you talk about this all the time, but I want you to tell what the heck that even means. Like if somebody out there is a beginner and they're not familiar, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So I kind of take a, I I look at it as your organic social media funnel. So I use Instagram as the easiest example, as in like, People find you on Instagram. They can find you from reels, from collaborations, from uh, a different platform, right? That's the visibility portion of it. And they find you, they follow you, they probably watch your stories and they convert. It's just the organic social media funnel. But what I teach a lot specifically on is the actual visibility portion. So how can ideal customers find you who are qualified 
and then how to actually convert them. So I think a lot of people online just, and I feel like it just like where we're moving, especially in 2022 is platforms are going to be different, right? And people are selling to the same people all the time. They're showing up to the same people all the time. They're posting content, but they're not actively like trying to grow their brand and grow their account. Um, And I think a lot of people, it came from this stigma of like, you don't need a lot of followers to make money, which you don't at all. But why wouldn't I want to get more followers and have more influence? And I was just talking about that today. Like and grow my personal brand and yes. get collabs and brand collabs like affiliate marketing. Why don't I want to do that too? But it comes with, I teach the visibility side of it, like how to grow your account with ideal customers with that type of content versus the content that you just put on Instagram to actually convert. And I always say like, the more that we can get you visible, the more customers will follow you, the more you can convert people and the more you can fill up your programs, grow a brand, get brand collabs, like podcast collabs, all the things like all work together. It's just that stigma online that someone came up with that was like, you don't need a lot of followers to make money, which you don't, but why wouldn't I want to grow my platform? I'm... I'm so glad that you said, I literally posted on, like, I have a, I have a separate Instagram for my membership that I run. So on that account this morning, a post that says essentially what you just said went up like a few hours ago. I love this. We're totally aligned today. And I try to talk to them, anybody, audience, whoever the hell will listen to me about the same thing where we take like we society, whomever coaches, whatever, whoever's doing it, like flips the script. Right. So it doesn't have to be one extreme or another. Like some people like, obsessed with numbers. And then some people say, you don't need to worry about it at all. And it's like, eh, neither one is right. (laughs) You do. Why would you not want to celebrate your growth? Why would you not want to do that? I think that's so interesting. And I don't understand why it got to be, I wonder if people teach that because they just think it's like so relatable. And I don't, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. And like, I get it. Like I didn't have a lot of followers and I made great money, but I think it's more looking at the bigger picture. Like do you want to coach the rest of your life or do you want to book like brand deals as well? Do you want to get into affiliate marketing? Like, do you want to fill up your low ticket passive offers? Like, I think it's just questions that you have to ask yourself of like, what are your actual business goals instead of like someone else, someone else. Yeah. You don't, if they want to sustain where they're at and just focus on their current audience, they can, but there comes a point when you're going to be selling to the same people over and over again. Right. Right. When you need new leads to come into your pipeline. Right. Totally. Oh my God. I'm so glad you said that. Thank you. Um, I'm with you hundred percent on that. So what do you like, whenever you're teaching this to, you know, clients, your, your people, your audience, like what do people come to you with their biggest concerns when it comes to visibility on social media? Like, are they nervous? Are they not confident to put their face on camera? Like what are the things that you're hearing yeah. Their struggles. The most, the biggest thing I hear is they don't know how to convert a new audience. Okay. So they, they don't know how to one create visibility tactics that work for them. Like they don't know, like they don't know that they're like, I didn't know I could do collabs with this or 
pitch for a podcast, but number two, they're like, yeah, but I have, I get new people in my audience, but I have no clue like how to actually convert them and how to sustain getting new followers all the time. So that's like the biggest thing that I see. And people want to really build brands and build a personal brand. And that's what they come to me for. Um, but they're always like, Hey, like, I don't know like how to do visibility because I, yet again, there's always posts circling around the internet. It's like, Hey, like you don't need to get visible. You don't need to call in more people like work with your current audience, which I get, but you need both. You need visibility to call a new audience and you need to work with your current audience. So when they both come together, that's when you can kind of create that cycle and that funnel that consistently runs for you and makes you sales. And I kind of just picture it as like regular brands, like what, like Kim Kardashian skims or just like regular brands. Like they have, they do influencer marketing, they do collabs that builds in an audience, builds the email list, and then they sell. It's just like a constant cycle. Um, but I think the online space has almost lost sight of it because they regulated like what needs to work when I kind of picture like, what if my business was a big brand or what if I was like in corporate or something like that? Like how would my business actually run? Um, so that's kind of what I think about. Yeah. That's a cool perspective to have. That's a really good point to think of it that way. Um, even if you're, you're a one woman show, think of it like how it would run that way and then try to act accordingly. I love that. So, okay. Without like without making you go on and on too deep into it, I, I want to know about the converting thing. What, what do you think is something that people are missing on that, on that mark? Like, as far as when they say, you know, I don't know how to convert people. What do you think people are not doing? Is there something like a big thing that's common that you see? Yeah, I think, um, there's like two things. Number one, um, whatever visibility they need to utilize a visibility tactic that makes sense with their offers. So like if they're going to sell like a really high ticket 20, 30K package, like they're obviously going to sell to their super warm audience. So them focusing on visibility is probably hurting them. But if they're selling like um, a course or a group program and they're trying to sell to the same ideal customers all the time, they don't have any new leads for that program. So they need the visibility. So I always say like, your visibility content, AKA the content you post on reels, the pot, the podcast type content, the collab type content Mm -hmm. is what's going to capture the attention of the ideal customer. But the content that you're putting out on your platform, I picture it as those leads are already super, super warm. So the content that I'm like really locking them in. So my really great exclusive educational content, storytelling type content, client results, taking them through the buyer's journey to convert. And actually for something that I like to do is any new followers that I do have, um, my main goal is to get them to watch my Instagram stories where I can convert most or join my email list. So those two touch points, I try to get them to their watch stories, go to my email list where they will then convert. Cause a lot of times your warmest audience is watching your Instagram stories and people just kind of forget that as well. Yeah, I agree completely. I always, um, I always say that you're the people that watch your stories on 
the regular basis are like your VIPs. Like those are the people that are like on that next level with you of connection. And, and it's so cool that like the power of that, right. It's so simple. I mean, the, the, I mean, stories, when did it come out? Like, I think it was like five years ago or six years. It's been a little while, but I remember thinking, this is amazing. Hang on. (laughs) They can just watch this quick little video of me, but you're right. You can turn that into like, um, a deeper thing. Like you can educate, do like a little pop-up training or whatever, Mm -hmm. or show what you're doing that day for breakfast. Right. Um, okay. I love that so much. And I'm, I'm so thankful that I'm not alone in this. You want to be seen thing for sure. Um, okay. So what about, my, I wanted to also ask you a little bit about launching. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. I'm just throwing everything in here because you have so much good stuff to share. What, if I can ask you the same thing about launching would be one of the most common struggles that you see whenever somebody wants to launch, they want to onboard however many people to their group program or whatever they're doing. What are you seeing that people are having a hard time with? I would say that people have a hard time filling up their programs and they think it's like the end of the world when they don't fill up their programs. I have to picture, and I, I tell my clients this, I have to picture launching every launch builds momentum for the next launch. Yes. So for me, I never think about this upcoming launch. Like I don't think about the current launch I'm in. I think about how this launch is going to impact my launches to come and how I'm going to launch so many more times in the future. Like one launch isn't like dictate my worth as a business owner at the end of the day. But I would say like literally the biggest thing I do see is people aren't doing their visibility. They're literally selling to the same people all the time. There's going to be a point when the same person isn't going to buy every one of your offers. Right. So like it's incorporating and I always teach my clients, I have like a quarterly visibility strategy. Like every quarter I focus on certain visibility tactics based off my offers to where I'm able to fill up my programs, convert new leads, et cetera. Um, it's just, people are just constantly focused on selling the same people over and over again. Right. Um, and it's hard to fill up programs that way. It's different yeah. if your offer has like, if you want three one-on-one clients, but if you're wanting 30 people in a course, like you have to do something about that with visibility. Right. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's really helpful. And the fact that you, the first thing that you said is super helpful because I've actually been there before where I remember the first time I launched anything and I was, uh, it's an online course thing. It was like quite a few years ago. I don't know. I think like two people bought it the first time or something. And I, you know, I wanted way more than that. Cause it's not, it was not a high ticket yeah. thing. And I remember thinking just what you said, it was the end of the world. Cause I had no experience. So to me, I was like, I had all these high hopes and luckily over time I learned better. Yeah. Um, but no, that's the best advice ever. Because if you, if you're going to be doing this over and over, it's going to then affect the next time and the next time. So not the yeah. end of the world if you don't. Oh, and I'm like, you know, there's so many different ways to launch. I just, every time I launch, I'm testing something. But I think one thing that I will cool. say to people if they do want to launch a lot is make sure to like monitor your launch and past launches and see what content worked, what didn't, what content got you the most sales, what content got you the most applications, and repurpose that content. And just like reading the room when you launch and, learning your lessons to take with you next launch because launches will get better if you understand um, what works for you. But if you're not looking at what worked for a past launch, your next one won't be better. 
it'll right. be either the same or not as good. So right. just like really paying attention to your launch cycles and your launches in general. Right. Do you think that, um, do you have an opinion on launching like the time period? There's different opinions on that. Like, like how, how long someone should have a cart open? Does it just totally depend on their industry and their situation? Or do you feel like there's ever, yeah, just a lot of I think that there is such thing. Like if I'm having, I never say launch a course for longer than two weeks, like courses, master classes, many courses, low ticket group programs. Like you don't need a long launch. Yeah. That's just dragging it out. But like I, right now I'm in, like, I've been really one of my offers I'm launching all of November and another offer all of December because it's really high ticket. And I need that time with my audience, but it really just depends on the price point of the offer at the end of the day. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, that's true actually. Cause I, um, again, speaking from personal mistakes, you know, learning, learn as we go, I, um, launched for too long, essentially the first time I opened up for a, a really low ticket thing, like what you're saying. And it was like, great. The first, maybe like two days, you know, that's when everybody, that's when everybody enrolled was in the first like 36 hours. Yeah. And I had it open for like, I don't know however long it was two weeks or something like that. And it was like, okay, calm down, Brittany, <laughs> they yeah. got in and it's over with, but yeah, that's cool that you say that. So if somebody wants to do something that's a higher ticket, then you definitely need more time. Cause you've got to nurture everybody too. Right. Cause you're doing email and social simultaneously. Right. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just depends on the offer. And if it's a new offer, if you've had the offer a lot before, like it just really depends. Um, but usually, yeah, I will, um, launch my high ticket offers longer and then my low ticket, mid ticket, they're just like a bit shorter. That's just what has worked for me, but I have clients who do so many different ways. And I feel like as the more that you launch and the more that your offers have product and brand awareness, the more, the longer you've been in business, just over time, you won't have to launch as long because your audience is going to progressively be, get warmer, but especially for someone who just doesn't have a warm audience right now, you're probably going to have to launch for a little bit longer. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like patience too, cause you're talking about over time and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard because so many things happen so quickly these days in 2021, 2022, and we're all kind of used to that. And I think business owners might have a hard time sometimes being patient and going through the process, doing it right. Like you're saying, like have the visibility, but also nurture the existing people and so on and so forth. And I think, I think that people like hope that something will just like happen in a snap. You know, I have one person tell me whenever I was recommending reels and she's like, well, I've made three and like no luck. So never mind. And I'm like, three, you made three total. (laughs) I did. Yeah. (laughs) It takes literal. I did for what did I do? I did three reels a week for like seven months and my, and none of them went viral. It took me seven months to have one that actually went viral. Yeah. And I, that talk about patience. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to keep it going. Um, that, but that's maybe, cool though. That's actually really inspiring. Did you, how do you feel about that now? Like reels now that's been around a while and that you finally had your viral experience. Like, are you still digging them or what? Yeah. I try to, I use them like once a week now. It depends. Like, uh, I'll use them more if I'm going to be launching something lower ticket. Yeah. Um, 
but right now I do maybe one to two a week, but I really enjoyed using them. Honestly, yeah. I think they were great for visibility, but I did see people, people went viral very fast. And I, it was me with like the seven months. I was like, this one's going to work. This one's going to reach everyone who it needs to reach. And it didn't, but I just kind of was like, whatever on my own time, it'll be fine. Um, but I still think they're great. I think they're awesome. I think using all of Instagram's features helps your profile in general. I agree. Have like a well-rounded Instagram profile. Do you use, um, you use LinkedIn too. Yeah. Was that your other main one? I use that too for like my podcast. Okay. Okay. For podcasting. Yeah. Um, like promoting the podcast, promoting episodes I've been on and things like that. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. LinkedIn is cool. It's gotten cooler. I mean, back in the, back in the day, back in, I was just joking with someone about that. We were like, man, it used to suck, but it definitely got better. (laughs) Got way better. (laughs) So uh, before I let you go, I want to talk to you about your soulful scrunchies. Um, and like, what's up with that? So you started that most recently after you'd already been doing this Uh business for a while. Like how long had you been in your consulting coaching business? Um, I would say about, um, about 20 months, a year and a half, a little bit. Um, and then you started this, what, like what inspired the scrunchy thing? I think for me, I always wore scrunchies. So anytime I pop on stories, I'd have my hair in a ponytail with a scrunchie. I'd get DMs like, I love your scrunchie. You always have your hair up. Like, but I think the one thing I focused on and I try to tell people to focus on this is I, whenever I'm built, whenever I built my Instagram, I built an effort to build a personal brand. where I wasn't so attached to my offers because I knew I wasn't going to, this wasn't the only thing I was going to do, but I think people attach their offers to their brand and their offers is like their brand identity and personal brand when it shouldn't be that you should build an efforts to build a personal brand. If you are multi-passionate and don't want to coach forever. Um, so I launched that in October, 2020, And I just had a lot of trust with my audience. A lot of them moved over to the new Instagram, followed along with the business. That's what I, that's what I wanted. I it's cultivating that community helps with the personal brand. And yeah, we've been um, in business for a year. It's been really fun. I mean, e-commerce is a whole different beast. I think it's 500 times harder in my opinion. It's hard. (laughs) Um, It's just, it's so different, but it's been so fun, creative, um, and uh, a really great time. So, yeah. So is it, has that been like, has that kind of satisfied something in you that like, like you said, like creative side or something like that? Like, Mm -hmm. is that why you wanted to start that? Or are you just like, let's just experiment. I love scrunchies and let's just do this. I love scrunchies too. (laughs) I mean, they're like my favorite, but I wanted to create like a brand, like I soulful scrunchies is aimed really towards like work from home entrepreneurs or women who speak at events and things like that to really like dress them up and feel confident in them and stuff like that. But, um, it does, I feel like it gives me a whole different creative flow, um, because I'm definitely a very creative person. My family, um, like I love to draw. I'm very creative. I used to paint like, but my coaching like did not fulfill 
anything creative, like even creating offers and graphics, like it did not fulfill the creative side, but the scrunchies, like designing holiday campaigns, designing the scrunchies, like designing the marketing, like it's just a whole different experience in my opinion. Right. That's cool though. I mean, and you're right that it's so different. I had e-commerce for a while and man, it was, I mean, I'm about to get back into it. So wish me luck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, I would love to ask you one last thing. So I feel like whenever I watch you, um, I don't know if you get this a lot, but like, you're very, um, you're very like stable, dependable, smart, like somebody that I, like, I trust what you're saying and all of that. Where do you think all of that comes from you as an individual? I mean, do you feel like you've always had a natural confidence about you or do you feel like you've been through something that helped? I mean, cause I know there's a lot of people out there. The reason I'm asking yeah. is to get that encouragement to somebody listening, because it's not always easy to just step up and be like, I'm going to get on camera. I'm going to get on Instagram. I'm going to help these people. And I, you know, it, mm-hmm. some people really struggle with that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do think it was time. Like I know when I first started on Instagram and was showing up, like I, I struggled, but the one thing I always did was I, I like when I first stepped on stories, I was like, I'm doing this every day. Nothing is going to stop me. Um, and that was literally my mentality. I I've always had a very like disciplined mentality and mindset from like playing sports my whole life. Like I've just been very on it. Like I'm not someone who's like, I don't want to say anyone who like slacks or anything, but like (laughs) I will like show up when I feel like shit, which I don't ever suggest, but like, it's, I know you mean it's been my mentality. So I think that's why I'm very consistent and I show up, but I always like preach. It takes 21 days to create a habit. So if my client is struggling with something or she's doesn't want to show up on stories, I'll be like, just do it for 21 days. And I promise from now to 21 days, you're going to be like, I'm a new person. Like I look, I sound like a new person on stories or live video or emails. And I think it's just a lot of times in business, I, I, I do think the online space has also created this culture of dismissing action. And I think that if you want something like you, you have to show up, you have to put in the work. Um, like I used to show up a lot more than I do now because now, I mean, I still show up, but, um, I don't have to show up as much cause I've built that trust. But I right. think that the, I've seen tons of posts about people, you know, manifesting their way to X, Y, and Z, which I get, but you can't dismiss the action. You have to show up. You have to show up. Yes. I agree. 100%. Um, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. We're going to have everything in the show notes, of course, but please tell everybody, um, where they can find you all of your, all of your things, just lay it all on me. Yes. So uh, my Instagram is at madison.tender. Um, you can listen to my podcast. It's the soulful social podcast and my website, madisontenderllc.com has all the things about me, all my offers and, and stuff like that. And soulful scrunchies is shop soulful scrunchies website and Instagram. 
I love it. So soulful scrunchies, so soulful social podcast. You're like me, like my the social sunshine podcast. I'm like, it's a tongue twister. I know. I love it though. Yes. I made everything sound kind of the same to help with the brand. That's one thing I like to do. Yes. It's all about the brand. I'm with you. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.